Friday on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Which players could see some action in a couple of months? And part of a conversation with the guys from Locked On Senators. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network or TLOPN or TLOPN. How's everyone doing on this Tuesday morning? I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've explained this already earlier in the week, so I'll explain it again. Uh, We're going to have a short show today. It is a little bit tough with all this construction still ongoing, so trying to piece together times when to do this is going to be a bit of a challenge this week as we're going to be doing this all week. We plan on having shows Monday through Friday as of right now, including a Friday mailbag. So I'll start collecting some questions as the week goes on. Uh, You can hear this podcast via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And hey, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. All right, let's get things started. So I talked about this yesterday where the ECHL is beginning hockey in a couple of months. Actually, we're less than two months away now from hockey being played in the ECHL. And a dozen of those teams are playing along with the Tulsa Oilers which is the new, yes, this just happened last year, the new affiliate for the Anaheim Ducks and San Diego Goals. So what does that mean for fans that want to see some of their future Ducks in action? Well, that means that they'll they'll be be playing soon. Yeah. And there's a few names that I already know are going to be playing for Tulsa. As far as I've heard, they're going to play out there and get some time in. And they've played for Tulsa before. I'm going to start with a a pretty young guy who impressed me a lot with San Diego last year. And that is Hunter Drew. Hunter Drew is a very young kid. He played with the Quebec League. He's only 21 years old. Uh, Only played a few games with the goals last season. Played a lot of time in Tulsa. Uh, He played 29 games here in San Diego. Only had 7 points. But from what I recall from Hunter Drew, and I will admit I had to go back to my notes from last year to recall what I thought of Hunter Drew. Uh, He's a very young defenseman, like I said, only 21 years old, 6'2", a buck 92. Uh, He could improve on some of his passing. His shot is very good from beyond the blue line. Uh, He didn't get that many shot opportunities, but when he did, uh, he did pretty well. He got two goals Five assists for seven points. Much like Good Branson, he had a very good hockey IQ. However, one thing he does have to work on is his strength. Uh, like I said, he's 60, but he's only 192, and he was up from 180. So he's still trying to bulk up a little bit, and he's got to work on that toughness even more. But looking at some of his goals that he had, They were not gimmies. They were very high-quality goals where he kind of got towards the middle of the ice. So that's one thing that he's good at at his overall awareness. Uh, Strength is going to be the key. Skating is going to also be kind of a key, but not too much. So that's something to watch out for. Um, Hitting is going to be something that he's improving on a lot something that he can work on at the ECHL because the ECHL is known as a hard-hitting league. 
So let's keep an eye out for that. And once again, that is Hunter Drew. For those of you that remember him with the San Diego Goals. Another name that is very likely to be playing in Tulsa this year. He played there last year as well. Jack Kapeka. Kapeka's played with the San Diego Goals the past few seasons. Another young kid. He's only 22 years old. He's 6'2", 196. But he's a left winger. He's a very mobile, hard-working player. He's got some good size on him. He's a battler. He will go down on the corners and pick the pucks apart from the defense. And another really good passer. This year, he came out pretty well with the San Diego goals. Uh, Last year, he only scored 14 points. This past year, he scored 15 points, 7 goals, and 8 assists. When he was in the ECHL last season, in only 5 games, he had 4 goals and 4 assists for 8 points. He's very likely to get some seasoning done in the ECHL because at least they're going to get some time going in. And frankly, I think the teams are going to be okay with that, to be honest. Because their their training camp starts pretty soon. And for the San Diego Goals to keep him in their roster and to keep him conditioned, they're absolutely going to want him playing in the ECHL and perform at a high level. So once again, that is Jack Kapaka right winger, sorry, left winger for the goals slash Tulsa Oilers. Uh, A few other names that I was looking at that are likely to play in San Diego. Um, Adam Pleskach, who might be playing a little bit with the ECHL. Brent Gates. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he could be playing out there. You, you never know. I don't think Gates is going to be doing that any longer. So once again, there's just a few of those names that played in Tulsa last year that are likely to go back this coming year and then could be in San Diego soon. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There's a goalie situation going on. Ole Eriksson Eck played a lot of time with Tulsa last year. In fact, last season with the Oilers, in 27 games, he had a 3.01 goals against and a 9.02 save percentage, which isn't necessarily great. But the ECHL was a high-scoring league last season. So those stats might be a little bit inflated, personally. But Ole Eriksson-Eck is still a very good goalie. I still like him a lot. So looking at some of his stats, he's another one of those young Swedes that the Ducks like to select. He's only 21 years old himself, 6'3", 185. Extremely mobile goaltender. Uh, He likes to use his upper buddy a lot. Um, He does block the puck very well. He's a very good lateral traveling goalie. He'll get from side to side very quickly. And I remember that the Ducks were very high on him when they drafted him a while back in the draft. Actually, it was three years ago. Round 5, pick number 153. But scouts were very high on him when he played out for the SHL. And they were pretty high on him last year when he played in the ECHL, despite the inflated stats. So once again, that is Ole Eriksson-Eck, who could get some more seasoning with the ECHL's Tulsa Oilers. Some other programming notes. Once again, we are going to have a short show today. Uh, Tomorrow, we expect to have a full show where I will break down more the current Ducks roster, where they're at, if they're going to make any more moves, and who's going to pair up with who? 
So make sure to tune in tomorrow. And in case you missed yesterday's show, I had a conversation with Adam Denker from Locked on Lightning. And he talked about how Kevin Shattenkirk is a great fit for the Anaheim Ducks. So, you know, check those episodes out. In the meantime, we're going to head into the first intermission. But let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Let's say you're a car connoisseur. Like the Ducks legend himself, Tamu Solani, who has Aston Martins. He probably has a Rolls Royce in there. He has all the fancy schmancy cars. And if you're even one-tenth like him and you have one or two classic cars, check out rockauto.com. They have parts that will help your car. They'll, they'll, they'll help. They'll help a lot. Maybe you need some wipers. rockauto.com has that. Maybe you need a new gas casket. Yeah. RockAuto.com has that too. Maybe you're even looking for a new transmission or some major parts. RockAuto.com has that as well. So if you're trying to fix up your car or you need some parts for your current car, just head over to RockAuto.com. And in the How Did You Hear About a section, tell them that Locked On sent you. Once again, that's RockAuto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. All right, coming up after the intermission... A conversation with the Sens guys. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, presented by rockauto.com. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk to the guys from Locked On Sens in a minute to talk about Eric Goodbranson and talk a little bit about the current Ducks team. Before we get into the second half of the show, first I want to send a greeting to all my friends up north of the border to wish them a very happy Canadian Thanksgiving. I hope they had a good day yesterday and I hope they're thankful for living in a country that isn't going quite as crazy as things are going here. So once again, happy Canadian Thanksgiving to all my Canadian brethren. All right, just wanted to get that out of the way. Let's talk about... About Built Go. If you guys might recall, uh, earlier in the week, I kind of did a little bit of hiking. Actually, on Friday, I went hiking up Mount Baldy with the pups. And we did pretty well during our hike. You know, we started at about 5,800 feet, got up to about 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 feet. But because it was the first day the forests were open, there was still a little bit of smoke in the air. And it was a little tough to get past that 8,000, 8,500 foot mark. So I was, I was kind of feeling it. I'll admit that. So I really needed to break through that wall pretty badly. So well, what is your wall? Is your wall maybe a work meeting? Is it a workout coming up? Or in my case, maybe you need to break through that wall of 8,500 feet and just get some energy up. Well, whether you have a mental or physical wall... Break through it with Built Go. Yeah, the fine folks at Built Go, they are back and they're the same group that brought you the world's fastest growing protein bar, which is Built Bar. And the folks at Built do a tremendous job. I've met with them. They're awesome, awesome people. So Built Go come in easy to take 1.5 ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase, put it in your golf bag, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like a five-hour energy 
without the same crash feeling. Trust me, I tried it up in the mountain. It is tremendous. And it's natural, so it's better for the body. And they come in three delicious flavors. Peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and the one I had up at Mount Baldy, chocolate mint. That one's really good. So how does Built Go work so well? Well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. And it's fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite your work. Beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Plus, Built Go then kicks in to keep you going strong with B6 and B12. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. And this stuff literally makes you look better. So visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Yeah, we have a new promo code. So once again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. BuiltGo.com. Let's go. And speaking of going, we're going to be going, going, gone to Ottawa. Yeah, you see that little segue I did there. All right, let's go ahead and talk to the guys from Locked On Senators. We have Ross Levitan and we have Brandon Pillar, both up north of the border. And I'm going to be talking to them a little bit about Good Branson and about the Ducks in general. So make sure to enjoy that conversation. And here's part of that conversation right now. So what was kind of the pulse on uh, Ducks fans on Twitter or through uh, friends or what was the reaction on your podcast when you found out that Gabranz was getting traded? He had another year on his deal. It sounds like from what you said, seemed like a guy, a good guy to keep around for this young team. And he played pretty decent. What was it? Were you surprised when he got traded? I was a little bit surprised. I knew that the Ducks were going to get rid of Michael Delzato. That's one guy I knew was going to be gone. And I'd heard rumblings that there was going to be some trades to get rid of cap space. I thought maybe Danton Heinen might get traded. I thought that maybe one of those other high-paid guys might get traded. And I had Gud Branson on that list, to which some friends and some Ducks Twitter really sad about that when I mentioned Gud Branson because I said, okay, David Backus, he's making four and a half. That's a lot. Denton Heinen is making three. Guddy was making four million next year. So the fact that I mentioned his name, some Ducks fans were a little sad about that. They didn't want to see him go. But as soon as the trade happened, the first reaction was, oh, no, the despair. Why did you have to get rid of him? Then it settled in. The second reaction was, wait a minute. We just cleared $4 million worth of cap space. There's a move coming. We don't know what, but something's happening. And as it turned out, they got one very fan-favorite player back in Derek Grant, or as we like to call him around here, the hashtag Elite1C. I don't care what anyone else in the league says. He's the Elite1C. Hey, you know who drafted him, eh, Jason? I know absolutely who drafted him. So, yeah, I, I applaud that. Good <laughs> stuff. Much. Yeah, Ottawa, great drafted team. Hey, Anaheim had a great draft, too. Last question before we get you out of here, Jason. Uh, we noticed that while uh, Gabranson was in Anaheim, he played a lot with Cam Fowler. How does Gabranson's game on the defensive end complement an offensive defenseman like Fowler? Um, it helps a lot on that second line where you saw Fowler kind of go between one and two line. Uh, the way that Gabranson helped was making the right pass. He matched up really well 
with Henrique out there, with Raquel out there. And you started to see Good Branson try to get some good assists, some good passing out there. So that was his game on the offensive end. Something else that I liked from him was if you had guys pinching towards the left side, you would have someone like Good Branson kind of move forward and switch positions. Uh, he was very good at positioning himself at the right place. So maybe that speaks with hockey IQ, which he has a very good hockey IQ. I feel like that's not talked about enough anywhere at all. He's a very smart player. And I think he'll do very well in Ottawa as far as possibly who would he pair up with on D out there though? That's the well, question. There, there's a, a pretty big hole on the right side on the top pair. I don't know if he's the guy to fill that spot, but it seems like they're doing it by committee on the right side. They have more so guys who have, you know, fallen off in the sense of Nikita Zaitsev, who played a lot there with Shabbat last year. Uh, they brought in Artyom Zuba, Olympic gold medalist with, uh, with Russia, but he's been playing the KHL for the last few years. And then, yeah, Erica Branson and Josh Brown, two towering defense and both six foot five. So I think in training camp, DJ Smith's probably going to just roll that. What, what do you think, Pillar? Do you think that Branson could be the guy to play with Shabbat this year? Well, from the sounds of it, uh, what Jason's saying, it seems like he's a reliable guy. He can play with uh, top offensive defensemen like Cam Fowler. That's the kind of guy that Shabbat is looking for. He's looking for a Mark Mathot kind of guy who can make the simple, smart pass, like you said. If he can handle the minutes, then I think he's a perfect guy for Shabbat. Well, this is a player who Jason probably wouldn't even know the name of yet. And that's Christian Willanen. You could almost see a bit more of a mentorship role. And I know Gabranson, he's only 28 years old, but he's been in the league since he was 20. He's a third overall pick. And that speaks, I think, Jason, to you saying that he has great hockey IQ. There's a reason why you go that high in the NHL draft. And it's not just because of your size. So I think if they want to even it out, because Thomas Shabbat, let's be honest, can carry a pair, uh, whoever he's playing with. I think it might be smart to put Gabranson with, with Christian Willanen, a, a player who is 24 years old in age, or maybe even 25 now, but hasn't had the experience at the NHL level. And you're going to want him on the bench talking with them and saying, hey, here, let's reverse that next time. Or D-zone coverage, you take that guy. I think that he's going to be a big help on that Ottawa blue line. So, uh, hey, wherever he plays in that top four, that's where he's going to play. He's going to be playing 20, 22 minutes a night. And, uh, well, it's great to hear that, in your opinion, Jason, you think that he's going to flourish coming back to his hometown. I think he will, absolutely. And you mentioned a couple of guys that I think is going to pair very well with Shabbat. Ooh, that's, that would be an interesting pairing. I would be interested to see how he does on that pairing next season when he comes back to Anaheim. If Ottawa comes out here and plays well, I guess, he'll get a nice ovation when he comes back to Anaheim because he endeared himself to the fans in the short time he was here. Hey, just like you've endeared yourself to our fans, Jason Hernandez from the Locked On Ducks podcast. Hey, we'll be sure to keep in touch with you anytime the Sens and Ducks tangle together and we need your insight. So thanks for doing this, Jason. Look forward to listening to you on Locked On Ducks and hopefully we'll be talking about on-ice action between the two teams sooner rather than later. Thanks once again to Ross and Brandon from Locked On Sens for having me on. I really enjoyed talking to them for a little while and you can follow them at locked on centers actually you could follow them uh, once again their twitter is at sends central and that's locked on centers so be sure to check those guys they do an amazing job up in ottawa they probably have one of the better podcasts on the network i'll admit it right now 
So once again, that's at Sends Central. So thank you guys once again for listening today. Really appreciate it. Make sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're hearing this this podcast, then congratulations because you guys are awesome. And I I see you guys listening out there. I see you guys hearing the show in San Diego County. I really appreciate you guys. And for some of you that I've seen at Pechanga Arena throughout last season, I hope to see you guys again at some point next season if we have AHL hockey. So I hope to see you guys again. And thanks so much for listening along. Uh, Let's see what else. Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. And if you want to drop a line, drop a line at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. We are going to have a mailbag segment later this week, so be on the lookout for that. And once again, if you didn't hear yesterday's show, I had a conversation with Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning where we talked in-depth about Kevin Shattenkirk. And tomorrow I'll go a little bit more in-depth as to how the new pieces are going to fit with the Anaheim Ducks and what the prospective lines are going to look like for next season. Whenever that starts, I guess. All right. Thanks so much for listening. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Stay safe. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together.